Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 521. And today, we're going to be talking about five ways to build an audience of raving fans for your business. Now, let me ask you a question. How would it be for you to have an audience of people, a list of people, a people that are paying attention to you, or if it's not you, someone in your brand that could actually be an influence. Like instead of you needing to go out there and find influencers, what if you or the face of your brand or the person in your brand was the influencer? Do you think it would be easier to find products to sell to them? Of course it would. Would it be easier for you to get your content shared Of course it would. Would it be easier for you to be able to reach out there and have other influencers in your space want to come on each other's podcast or come on each other's YouTube channel or come on each other's Instagram or Pinterest or whatever? Like, wouldn't it be easier if you had that audience to leverage other influencers? And it would. But how do we do that? And that's what I'm really going to be talking about today. Now, whether this is pertaining to you right now or something that you want to do in the future, I promise you, if you think of doing this or think about doing this or or applying this in your business, and again, let me just kind of give a little time out here. I need my buddy Kevin to blow that whistle, uh, my my referee buddy, Kevin. Uh, You know, I don't want you thinking that you have to do all this right now, but I want you to start thinking if you can implement something like this and slowly grow it over time, the power in that. It's more than just an email list, which we've talked about before. It's more than just that that, that email list or that list of people. It's actually having influence in the space, and I'm going to tell you exactly how you can do it. I'm also going to be sharing with you how we've done it, myself and my wife, uh, and also, you know, with the new podcast three years, uh, you know, three years ago, The Amazing Seller, how we've done that and kind of how I've really been able to create influence in certain markets in the new brand, same thing, and how that has helped us and really leveraged that audience to help us know what to sell them, but also what they want as far as content, what we can do to really have them keep paying attention like all of those things. And I want to break that down into these five different ways, but I'm also going to give you three steps, three action steps at the end that you can do right now and really how to start working through this process. But the one thing I want to say, a little timeout again, I want to have my my buddy Kevin, my referee buddy, call that timeout now because I want you guys to understand it's the long game. Okay, it's not necessarily something you're going to do today and you're going to start getting traffic and eyeballs tomorrow. That's not how this works. It works really the opposite. You have to understand we are creating value for a certain market and then we are going to be able to get the attention and then from there we can start to either have a community or just people paying attention. It doesn't have to be a community. That would be great if it was, but uh, that's what we really want to want to think about here is the long game. If you're in this for the long game, if you're building a brand, this is something you definitely, you definitely want to listen to. All right. So with that all being said, the show notes to this episode, which you'll probably want to grab can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 521. And again, this is the five ways to build an audience of raving fans for your business. All right. So with that being said, let me also remind you if you're brand new and you haven't even launched yet, then I would recommend you checking out our product discovery bootcamp. That is our training that we walk you through exactly how to find your market 
and how to even niche it down further, how to find the sub markets, and then how to find three to five products that could be sold to that market. And that's the foundation of your brand. All right. If you're interested in checking that out, definitely head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp. That is where I would start. That is where you'll get clarity. That's where you'll be able to flush out all of the ideas, but also find a market that you can serve and then find the products to sell them three to five to start with. And then from there, build that brand. And that is the foundation. So definitely check out that product discovery bootcamp, theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp. All right. One more thing I want to mention here, news. I've got a little bit of news, a little bit of TAS news, and this is going to be something that I'm going to be doing over the next six to eight weeks, all right? So depending on when you're listening to this, this will most likely be ready and be live. So here's the deal, all right? YouTube, and I'm going to be talking about YouTube in this episode because that is one way to build an audience, and I'll give you guys some tips and, and some strategies that you can that you can use, but YouTube is a huge search engine, right? And I've really neglected it for The Amazing Seller. I haven't really paid a lot of attention to it. I've really just taken the episodes from the podcast and then just kind of threw them up over on YouTube. And it's built, you know, a subscriber base of about 20,000 people over there. Not bad, okay? I know it can be a lot bigger and I could be reaching a lot more people and helping and serving a lot more people, all right? So what I decided to do is commit to a weekly show of things that I'm not necessarily going to be able to show you here because it's going to be visual, It's going to be a lot of me at the whiteboard, if you guys have ever seen any of the whiteboard videos, and I'm going to be showing up every single Wednesday for the next six to eight weeks, all right? So the only way that you're going to be able to get this training is to head over to YouTube. Now, I'm doing a little bit of an experiment here and a little bit of a test, and I'm going to share with you the results after I get through this test using, uh, you know, this strategy as far as giving you guys new content every single week on YouTube, a visual and actually breaking down brand building tips. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be really breaking down brand building tips, things that we're talking about right here on this episode, like traffic offers, list building funnels offers. I just said the offers offers again, scaling your business, building a team, all of that stuff. That's not necessarily beginner related, Although you're probably going to want to pay attention to that stuff because that is like the bigger picture. All right. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And I'm going to be doing it on Wednesdays. So if you're interested, definitely head over to our YouTube channel at, I'm going to give you two places you can go. One is theamazingseller.com forward slash YouTube or theamazingsellertv.com. If you go there, it will take you to the YouTube channel where you'll subscribe. All right, and also click that little bell so this way here you get notified when we post new episodes every single Wednesday for the next six to eight weeks. If this goes well, it will be for the next year, all right, and I'll be doing 52 shows, all right? They're going to be 10 minutes, 12 minutes, maybe 15, depending on how long I have to go. It might only be eight minutes. I'm going to be teaching one thing, one actionable thing that you can take away and apply to your business, especially if you're growing and scaling your business. All right. A little bit of next level stuff. All right. So again, definitely head over to the amazing Just make sure you subscribe. So you're notified when a new episode goes live. All right. So I'm pretty excited about that. Like I said, six to eight episodes, one per week, every Wednesday. And I'll also be sprinkling in some other videos in there, just not every single Wednesday. It might be one on Monday, uh, but it won't be all focused on brand building either. All right. Now, 
I'm going to be sharing all of that with you as far as like how that goes for me. Um, and I'll share with you how you can apply it to your business. It's something that we're also going to be doing in the new brand here eventually. So again, I'm just kind of testing, experimenting, and I'll let you know how it goes. I'm also going to be having a YouTube expert on here to kind of walk through what we talked about in a private call, but also how you can take this information and apply it to your brand if you choose to. All right. But understand this guys, the long game. Okay. The long game is building stuff like this, right? Like building an audience, creating influence, okay. Or influencing, uh, you know, being an influencer and creating authority or an expert status. Now that doesn't mean you have to be the expert. All right. When I started the amazing seller podcast, I wasn't coming on here saying like, Hey, I'm the expert. I know everything about selling on Amazon and e-commerce. I basically did it as I'm learning through the process. And as I learn, I will teach like, that's how I basically started the show. And that's still what I do to this day. Like things I'm talking about here are things that I've done. Some things I haven't done yet. Things that I'm learning that I'm going to be experimenting with just like this, this new pilot series, the six to eight episodes on uh, YouTube exclusively. Like I'm doing that as a test in a sense to see how well it does, how, how many people really like it. Right. And then we'll kind of come back to the drawing board and we'll see what we do next. All right. But I want you guys to understand it's always about the long game for me. It's about building a brand, building assets inside of that brand. And one way of doing that is creating an audience and really a list of people that are paying attention to you. So this way here, you can communicate with them and then you can have their attention and their eyeballs and then they will know, like, and trust you. And there's no better way to really sell things to people in an honest, ethical way than that right there, all right? So that's what we're gonna be doing here in this episode and also in all of those episodes that I'm going to be publishing on TheAmazingSellerTV.com, all right, which will be over at the YouTube channel, all right? Also, leave comments and stuff over there for me. Let me know if there's any other thing that you want me to cover here in these more advanced, next-level type brand-building stuff. Like, let me know because I'm going to be listening and I'm going to be doing what you want me to do because I want to give you guys as much help as I can because I think it's so important, all right? So let me give you a couple of examples on brand building, but also audience building, all right? Now, my photography business, you guys know my full story, and if you don't, um, head over to episode 300, theamazingseller.com forward slash 300. Check that out. It'll tell you my whole story, how I started as a contractor, you know, my wife and I started a photography business, and the rest of the, the rest of the stories there, you guys all probably know it. If you're new, you might not. You might want to check that one out. But basically, we had a photography business locally, okay, brick and mortar, we built up, okay, over the course of about two to three years, an expertise in that market or known as being the experts in that photography world, okay, that photography market. Now, we didn't go out there and try to be the best photographer in weddings. We didn't want to touch that market. We didn't want to go into that market. We weren't being the overall photographer that would do everything, right? So we started to be known as the family photography studio to go to, especially if you wanted a great experience and if you wanted this classic uh, portraiture, okay? My my wife was really um, great at putting together these unique sets with these these unique props, um, really catering towards infants, like babies, like I'm talking even some of them were like weeks old, not even like two or three weeks old, Um, sometimes like 
the first week. And then we would then take, you know, pictures all the way up to, you know, the, the first year. And then after that, we would do once a year and then we were taking their first communions. And then we were taking, you know, they were graduating, which was crazy. Uh, we didn't go that far cause we weren't into it. Well, we were almost in it for 12 years. So I think we did take some graduation pictures of our first clients. Um, it's pretty crazy. Um, but definitely watching them grow up. Right. But we developed that relationship. We developed also the authority in our space as the go-to because people would talk about us in the community. So even though we're going to talk today about online influence, we did it locally, brick and mortar. And that's the same thing. Like who is the go-to photographer in your, in your world? You're probably, you know, you probably hear of a wedding photographer that their name just comes up anytime someone talks about weddings right? It's, it's just, you start to build up that authority and that expertise from word of mouth. All right. So you can still build up influence in that space, even if it's locally. All right. But that's just one example. The second example is we took our photography skill set and then we started to teach Photoshop training online, uh, even, uh, how to start your own photography business. Even if you've never went to, uh, you know, formal training or, or, uh, you know, college to be a photographer, cause we did it. So we taught that, but the way that we did it. And again, I explained that I actually explained that also the entire details on that part of it, like the digital photography, uh, online training, and then how we built that into a six figure, uh, you know, business. And we, we did that for six, seven, eight years. Um, that there is episode 507. So the amazing seller.com forward slash 507. Uh, if you want to hear all the details on that, but we really went and built an audience, not just a list. Now building a list, you could be faceless. Like you don't have to, like if you're running a contest, you don't have to be the brand. It can just be the brand XYZ is doing this contest and that's great. Right. But if you are someone that's in the space that you're trying to build influence and you're doing a contest, well, you probably want to show your excitement about the contest. And then that can start to get you known as the person in that space. And then when you start doing some of the other stuff that we're going to talk about is then you're going to uh, be that go to person. Right. Like, who would you go to if uh, if you wanted to. I don't know, do scrapbooking, like maybe there's someone in your family that's just a diehard scrapbooker, right? That would be the person that you would go to. Well, there's probably someone online that's done the same exact thing. So now they're building the go-to status in a sense and the influence in that space. All right. So we did that in the digital photography world uh, as far as online with training. We built up an email list, but we built up that email list of giving away content that helped people just like here on the podcast. And then from there, people started to pay attention, but they also got to know, like, and trust. All right. So that's why building up that audience, even if, if, if it's, you know, a slow go, it's fine. Like our first list in that photography training world was like a thousand people. And we did over $12,000 in like a three to a four day period. Once we decided to create a training for those people. Um, and then that went on to be a six figure business, you know, for years. All right. But we built up that influence. We built up the no like, and trust. We built up, we were the go-to for that. And we weren't, again, we weren't wedding photography specific. We didn't want to teach that. We wanted to teach more. We actually did it where we were taking uh, and creating these 
amazing sets that would cost you, you know, two to $3,000 if you were to go out and buy the backdrops and all the props. And we were being able to create a digital version of that and then helping people uh, understand how to do green screen, but also do like cutouts and then place that subject in that background that would normally cost, you know, $2,000 and we can give it to them for 25 or $30, right? So it was a win-win and we did that in our own business. So those were some things that we did to, uh, to really be different in the market. We were niching ourselves down. We weren't just being, you know, we're going to show you how to take landscape shots. Like we weren't into that. So that wasn't what we were going to train. Anyway, moving on. Another example is this podcast, right? This podcast started by me saying, I don't care how the money will come. It will come. I'm just going to go out there and try to be the best resource for this market. And at the time it was how to sell on Amazon, right? That's all I said. I mean, at the time there wasn't a lot of people, uh, there wasn't even any other podcasts really that were specifically talking about this. Now on the flip side of that, and kind of on the downside of that is all of the attention in the beginning came from, I was showing what I was doing of launching products on Amazon. That's great. But now Scott is known three years later as kind of like the Amazon guy, right? I don't necessarily want to only be that person. As I've shared in you know past episodes, I have so much more to offer. And just like this, ways to build an audience, this here is powerful. It's something that I've done. So I'm not necessarily the Amazon guy if I'm just showing if I'm if I'm showing you other things than just how to launch a product on Amazon. I mean, how many how many times can I share with you how to sell something on Amazon, right? It's like it's pretty straightforward. We've went through, you know, a lot of the nuances and stuff and we cover them. And yes, we'll continue to do that, but uh, something like this, like I said, we've evolved, so now we have to switch the spotlight a little bit and kind of focus it somewhere else, but in the beginning, you have to niche down, and in your market, I would I would say to do the same thing. Depending on what you are in, you want to find a way to just niche it down even one level and then start focusing on being the go-to guide or the, the you know, the, the resource of or in your market. Like that's what you want to do. All right. And again, like I said, the amazing seller podcast. And by the way, I want to clear something up here. I was uh, walking, actually I was in Georgia and I was on, uh, I was on this little, this little moving floor in a sense in, uh, or at the Georgia aquarium, one of the largest aquariums. Um, and I was there at the event, uh, for that seller labs put on resonate. And I was standing there and I'm just standing next to a couple people and they looked over and they go, oh my gosh, it's the amazing seller. It's him himself. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, but let me just kind of clarify, like the amazing seller isn't me. It's really creating you or, you know, helping you become your, the amazing seller, right? Like, so I just want to clear that up. And also the amazing seller isn't just about selling things. Um, it's about selling yourself as well. And I can go on a whole nother, uh, a whole nother topic there because I really want to clarify that for a lot of people um, that are thinking that because, you know, selling isn't necessarily selling to make money. It's selling yourself as who you are and who you want to be. And something like this in influence, it's the same idea. You have to be comfortable with selling yourself as, you know what, I'm going to be the go-to expert in this market. So I'm going to sell myself first, and then I'm going to believe in myself enough to then sell other people that they should listen to me because I am going to help them through this journey. 
All right. So just to kind of clarify that. But anyway, um, so the amazing seller kind of started the same thing. I said, you know what? Or the same way. I'm just going to create an amazing amount of content, uh, you know, and, and really be good where I educate people for stuff that they would normally pay for. And then once the attention comes, then I can decide the next move. And that's where I think it was 60 episodes is when I first mentioned, I think it was Jungle Scout. Um, you know, so I think that was the first affiliate commission that the amazing seller made 60 episodes in. So 60 episodes before a dime was ever made. All right. So again, long, the, the long game, right? That's what we're doing now. That's, you know, opened up a ton of doors for me. Now, if I want to interview someone on my show, it's a lot easier now because I can say, Hey, you know, I've got, you know, over 10 million downloads on the show. Uh, you know, I've, I've interviewed, you know, people like Pat Flynn, you know, John Lee Dumas, uh, you know, Rick Mulready, like all of these people. And, and the minute that they hear those names, they're like, Oh, yeah, I'll come on. They've been on. I'll come on. Like, so you're getting leverage now from having the reach, having the audience. So the same thing goes for when you have, you notice how I just said when you have, not if you have, when you have influence or an audience that's paying attention to either you or your brand or someone in your brand, you can then start to leverage that. And then that will open up more doors. All right. So it's really important that you understand that. We've done this in the new brand as well, all right? We've done this exact same thing, and it works really, really well. So many things that we can do now because we have the attention of the audience, all right? And it's not just a faceless brand, all right? So the first thing I want you to ask yourself, this is kind of an action step here, is I want you to ask yourself this, how can I be the top resource in my market? That's it. So you don't even have to know all about your market because you're still learning. We're all still learning, right? You're always going to be learning stuff. You're just going to report on the stuff that you're learning, or you're going to create that resource that you wish you had, okay, in the market, okay? Now, you might not be passionate about your market. I would advise finding someone that is and having them come on as someone that can inject some of that into, into the, you know, the brand, because I think that if you can get excited about creating like a great resource, and again, by the way, if you create a really great resource for people, and we'll talk about how you create these, uh, you know, or this resource and, and, you know, create something that people are going to want to link to, people are going to want to share, they're going to want to mention, like then everything else becomes easy, okay? Because now you're getting all of the benefits of having this, this content out there and then people are coming to you, and then once they come to you and your brand, then you're started, starting to be known in the market as the go-to person, okay? And that's kind of how it works. So the, again, I'm just going to give you some examples here. So like bass fishing, you could be the top expert there or the resource there. Jeep expert, a dog expert, pest control, grilling expert, Pool and spa expert, sprat, uh, sprat, scrapbooking expert. Can't even talk this morning. Uh, I'm so excited. So there's all, you know, there's all different things. So think about, you know, who in your market is the expert right now, and who could you model? Who could you see, you know, that is out there creating content or is the go-to person? It, and just, just again to throw it out there. Just because right now you think I could never be the go-to resource, you're limiting yourself to what you really can achieve because just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you can't do it. There's a lot of people that started a podcast before me and here I am, right? 
because it's me, right? No one can be you. No one can be your personality. No one can have your energy level as much as you, right? No one can have the inflection um, that you do or the quirkiness as you as you do. Maybe maybe you have that quirkiness, meaning that you're funny and you make you kind of make fun of yourself in a sense because you are like me. I don't know how to type that well. Um, I always bust on myself, and people resonate with that because people are like, hey, I don't really know how to either or oh that's funny scott you know he kind of busts on himself a little bit because he's you know he's not the best speaker maybe if you were to kind of go for a, a public speaking gig but i get it done right and people seem to enjoy listening to me right because of the energy because of you know my point of views or whatever so don't limit yourself in thinking that you know someone's already done it i can't do it right you can do it No one can be you or the person in your brand. And I keep saying that because maybe you are not the person. Maybe you're not the right person. Maybe you don't have the energy. If there's one thing that I would say for anyone right now listening is figure out who it is, or hopefully it's you that can have that energy when you, you know, get on maybe video or you get behind the mic, or maybe you even write content with just some different way uh, or a different way that people can feel your passion, right? I, there's no way to really get that in text as much as if you were on video or if you're on audio or even just pictures, right? There's ways that you can kind of express that through pictures. So anyway, that's probably for a whole nother conversation, but energy is huge when you are, you know, talking about your market and your brand because people that they see that and you can't, you can't hide behind that or you can't fake that in a sense you can try, but it's not going to work. Trust me. Um, so, all right. So those are my examples, right? I've, I've done it in the brick and mortar. I did it in the digital photography training. Uh, we did it with the amazing seller. We did it in the new brand. Uh, so those are just some examples. All right. But ask yourself, how can I be the top resource in my market? All right. Ask yourself that. And then also find a top expert in your market right now and see what they're doing. Okay, see what channels they're using, all right? Make a list of others in your market, all right? So let's talk about the five ways, the five platforms really to build your influence and authority, all right? Number one is a blog. Yes, blogs are still out there and yes, people are still blogging, all right? So you have to create a home base and I've talked about this before. The blog to me is your home base, okay? It's kind of like an email list. You own the blog, okay? You buy your domain name, okay? And then you own that piece of property on WordPress, uh, whether it's on Shopify or wherever you're going to put your blog, okay, and host it. As long as you pay the bill to host it, you're going to have that blog, all right? It's your content. It's your home base, all right? That's where I would say you must start. Okay, so even if you have the blog as a placeholder for the content to reside, uh, that's what you want to do. Like when I started the podcast, I didn't want to have a blog along with it that I had to write, write weekly content. So what did I do? Post a podcast every single week, three episodes still, by the way. Uh, and then I have them transcribed. I have show notes done. So now those are populated, okay, three times a week on the Amazing Seller blog. Okay. I'm not writing other content there. I'm not posting video content there yet. I might, um, especially when we do this, this new show, the amazing seller TV show or 
theamazingsellertv.com. So go check that out. Uh, but yeah, so that will probably have its own section, but I've kind of just had that as another piece of real estate and also my home base. Okay. Because let's face it, we don't own YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, any of those other ones, Snapchat, whatever, right? We can get attention over there, but we have to have that home base. So number one is definitely a blog. All right. And that's where you can build this platform of your own that will always be yours. It's very similar to having an email list because you own that, right? We don't own the messenger bot, uh, you know, kind of building lists that way. Like, do we want to do it? Sure. But it doesn't mean that that's what we're going to build our list on. And that's the only place we're going to have it because it's kind of risky because if something happens and we can't get access to that, we're kind of SOL. Okay. So we don't want to do that. So number one, home base blog. All right. Now these other ones that I'm going to be mentioning, these are going to be up to you. I would suggest you don't do them all. Okay. You pick one and then you focus on that. And I'm going to give you three action steps here to do at the end. But number two is YouTube. YouTube is another massive, massive search engine, just like Google. Now, if you have a blog, there are some basic SEO stuff that you're going to do. Search engine optimization. Simple stuff, just like an Amazon listing. Your title is really important, okay? Your content that you're writing in there is important as far as talking about what it is that you are explaining that is in line with the title. So it's SEO basics. It's like telling Google what you're writing about, what content it is. Now, that alone won't get you traffic necessarily. There's other things that go into it, which, by the way, I'll be sharing more of that in upcoming podcast episodes, but I'll also be be sharing and kind of diagramming out SEO type stuff like that so we can get Google traffic, we can get YouTube traffic, uh, Instagram, all of that stuff. I'll be doing that inside of the Brand Building TV show, all right? So, uh, YouTube. Let's talk about this. If you go to YouTube, a very, very easy way to see what you should probably create for your market is to start typing in how to, all right? How to, and maybe it is, um, maybe you, you are doing fishing. Let's go to fishing, okay? So how to catch bass in, you know, in, I don't know, a lake, um, a pond. How, how to catch bass in a pond, right? That's probably a big one. And actually, you know what I'm going to do here on the fly? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to type in uh, YouTube. But again, I'll be doing this more on my YouTube show. So you're definitely going to want to check that out. Uh, so let me go over to YouTube real quick. And I'm just going to type in how to catch bass in ponds. The very first one. The next one, how to catch bass in lakes, how to catch bass in cold weather, how to catch bass in the winter, how to catch bass in spring, how to catch bass in muddy water, how to catch bass in early spring, how to catch bass in cold water, uh, and then another one is how to catch bass in March, right? Just from doing that one search, all right? So that's how you can find things to post. The other way is to go to YouTube, find one of those videos, and then click on the person, their channel, and see how many subscribers they have. How often do they post? What are What is their top videos? You can go in there and search by most popular. So all of those things, that's YouTube. Now, there's a whole bunch more we can talk about within YouTube, thumbnails, 
optimization, SEO, all that stuff, things that I'm still learning right now. Um, but there's also best practices and I'll be covering them in an upcoming podcast, but also I'll be diagramming that out inside of one of those brand building videos. All right. So definitely check that out. Number three, Instagram, you get to post pictures and you also can link in your bio as of right now. Now, in the future, that may change. Right now, Instagram to me is a very fast, hear that? That's my finger snapping. Instagram is fast, right? So it's like you post something and you'll go back and refresh it in five minutes and there's a whole bunch of new things in your feed or depending on how many people you're following. The same thing goes for other people. Now, stories are a little bit different because stories are up for 24 hours. It's kind of like Snapchat and then you can kind of see how many people are viewing it. Those are more people that are paying attention. And let me just say this. You might start and you might get a thousand people to follow you over, I don't know, a month, month and a half, let's say. And there's, there's strategies on this. And again, I'm going to invite an Instagram expert on so they can teach us the right way of doing it, the ethical way of doing it, not out there buying Instagram followers or none of that crap, because it doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. It's not necessarily the size of the list. It's the quality of the list. And if you haven't heard that you just did now, and that's a hundred percent what I agree, agree with, uh, even going back to my, you know, building the influence in the photography space with only a thousand people, but they were diehard followers and I was delivering so much value and they wanted to buy from me. And that's uh, how I was able to sell, sell over $12,000 in products to those people in three days. Uh, so again, doesn't mean it's gotta be a massive, massive list. All right. But Instagram, the way that I look at with Instagram is you can build influence, okay, and you can you can give content, all right, if your market, you know, lends itself to that. But really, Instagram then would probably be after YouTube because you can then mention the stuff that you've posted on YouTube. Or you can share a little clip in your stories on Instagram that would drive people to YouTube, all right? Instagram, you could also drive people over to your blog, the thing with Instagram is it's it's pretty easy, right? You have one image, you have a bio link, and that's really it. You have your stories, right? So that's it. It's really simple. There's not a lot of writing. There's not a lot of content. So for a lot of people, it's easy. I tell people, especially if you're just starting, yeah, fire up an Instagram account. If, you're, if your products lend, lend themselves to pictures, then definitely. Like, just start posting pictures like of that. Like, you might be into bass fishing, and you go fishing three times a week. Every single time you could take pictures of, the, of the, the fish you're catching or the lures that you're using, and then you can just stockpile those and then just post three or four times a day. And then you're going to start to build up that. Um, and again, there's some strategies behind that using tags and all of that stuff. I don't look at Instagram as, a, as like a huge thing uh, as far as that I would focus on unless your market is definitely there, but it would be then to get those people to another platform like your blog or YouTube. The reason why is because YouTube also is evergreen. So when you post something on YouTube, it will last, right? So if someone posts um, today in 12 months from now, someone else could still be searching how to catch bass in cold water and they can find that video. With Instagram, it's pretty much gone. It's buried. Um, you're not going to find it. Um, now, I didn't put on here, which I probably should have, is Facebook. So actually, what I'm going to do here is we're going to add a six because actually the fifth one is really going to pertain to some of you, but some of you not. Facebook would definitely be probably one that I would put into the top five, but we're going to add a sixth. Um, so we'll push five to six. So let's just go with Facebook. Facebook, very similar, right? We are creating content 
it moves fast. Now, can people scroll through your feed and find it like Instagram? Yes. Can you have a video that is uploaded that get views, that gets traction, that gets shared? Yes. So would I be using that to build influence? Sure. Would I be using it to build authority? Sure. Okay. But again, you have to figure out where your market is, where you want to spend time right off the bat. Now, if YouTube is better for you, I would go with YouTube. If Instagram is, I'm sorry, if Facebook is easier for you, do Facebook. But let me just be clear. There's two different, there's two different ways and two different uh, channels on Facebook that you could use. There's Facebook fan pages, which a fan page you almost need it's almost a must that you have a fan page. I think you should anyway, just to have branding in your business on Facebook, but it's not like it used to be. You're not going to go out there and build a whole bunch of likes to your page. That's not what we're doing. We're really using that as a placeholder for our content. You can repurpose your YouTube stuff there if you want to, but also it's shareable. So if you want to run an ad using your Facebook fan page, which you have to, by the way, then from there it's shareable, but you can also get comments and social uh, shares, but also show social proof by getting likes and comments and emojis and all that stuff. That's how I would use a Facebook fan page. Now, if you have a community aspect to your market and to your brand, then that's where you would do a group. Okay. Because a group allows a lot of things to happen inside, even if it's a closed group, um, where conversations can happen and it's still hard to organize though. I gotta be honest. I mean, even in the amazing seller Facebook group, it's, it's crazy because there's so many posts, right? We're, we're, uh, approaching 60,000 in that group right now. And it's just, it's huge, right? Like, so how, how do you go through and sort, you can search, but it's not really like a forum used to be where you can have categories and then different threads and you can, you know, all of, all of that stuff. Um, so it's still good. Uh, a, a group is good. And we have those for some of our paid trainings because that's, you know, they're smaller in a sense, you know, a couple, two, 3,000 is fine, um, even up to 5,000. But once you get past that, it's hard to keep things organized. Um, so uh, that's where Facebook groups are good if you have a community aspect to it. But if not, I would say just do the Facebook fan page, post there, and again, you can always graduate to a group. Um, but again, I'll probably have someone that has done this really well and probably teach me a few things or, or two, and I'll kind of have them come on and they can teach us together. Um, but from what I've gathered and what I've used it for, um, again, Facebook, I think is critical depending on your market, but a fan page is a must just because it gives you the ability to share and also advertise um, through that. As of right now, you can't advertise inside a closed group uh, and you can't uh, really share a post inside of a closed group uh, because it's closed. You don't want to share that publicly and we want that to grow if it can, right? So that's Facebook. Um, again, not a lot of people on Facebook are searching for how to. You're kind of interrupting them with them entertaining themselves. So an ad, the same thing, ads work, but you're not really going there to learn necessarily. Now, some could argue and say, well, if you had a fishing channel about, you know, how to do this, yes, you could, but people are really going to go to YouTube for how to, in my opinion. All right. So we got blog, we got YouTube, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook. The next one would be, and this is five on the list. I'm going to kick a sixth in here though, is, um, the fifth is email list building. And so 
email list building, I think still should be started from the beginning, even if it was just a giveaway to get people to raise their hand. And then we could do so much with that email list as far as like retargeting and uh, lookalike audiences and all that stuff inside of Facebook. That's what that also allows us to do. We also get to notify them when we have new content. We also can create these things that we call lead magnets in the marketing world. And a lead magnet is really something where people would raise their hand for. That could be, like I said, a giveaway, a contest. That could be the lead magnet. Or it could be a free download, maybe five, five, uh, five ways to, to build an audience with raving fans for your business. That could be the download. You could have five tips you must know before going bass fishing in a pond or, you know, something like that, right? Uh, it, it could be any of those things that gets people to raise their hand for them to want to give you their email address in exchange for this lead magnet. That's what we call a lead magnet. So if you start hearing me talk about that, that's what we mean. All right. But you have to create these, all right, to build that list. But a list is really, really important. So what we're really talking about here is like blog is your home base. And then you really need to pick another channel that could be reaching outside to get traffic and then bring it back to the home base, right? You also want to build up a subscriber base on whatever platform it is. So it could be YouTube. It could be Instagram as a follower. It could be your Facebook fan page. Um, although I think Facebook fan page, just going back to that, if you have a thousand likes, that doesn't mean a thousand people are going to see that. Same thing with Instagram. If you have a thousand people that follow you, it doesn't mean that you're going to have a thousand people. You might get 60 people that like your stuff. YouTube, same thing in a sense, but once you build up that that subscriber list uh, or that subscriber base, when you post a new video, they'll be notified, especially if they click on that little bell, and also it's searchable. So people that are searching for how to catch bass in, in a pond, they're going to find it, right, as long as it's optimized and you've done all that stuff. So just think about it that way. Blog is your home base. You've got YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, any of those outside um, social platforms that we could then create content to get people to notice. And then from there, build up our own little channels out there or our channels on those platforms, but then also being able to direct them back to our blog or even to offer our, our lead magnet so they would then jump on our email list, all right? So those are five different platforms and different ways to build influence and authority. All right. The sixth way that I'm going to add here, which I didn't know I was going to do this until I got going here, um, is a podcast, right? You might have a market or, you know, your brand would do well having a podcast, right? If you have, if you have an audience that would enjoy listening to, uh, bass fishing tips, uh, every week of what happened at the last bass fishing tournament, then there you go then all you need to do is get a mic and you know get a topic to talk about and start talking about it and start publishing it. Uh, then from there, you can start to reach out to other people that are in that space that might be uh, experts and then you can bring them on and you can learn and then you can come back the next week and say, I tried this thing that so-and-so helped us with and it worked, it didn't work, uh, some of it worked, whatever. And you can kind of give that play by play. And if you have a market like fishing, like bass fishing, I think people would tune in. And here's the deal. A podcast is so much more personal. Right now, if you've been listening for any period of time, you kind of know who I am. Uh, you know a little bit about my story. You know a little bit about my family. You know what I stand for. You know I'm out there trying to help people and serve people so they can have a better lifestyle. So all of that stuff you know because 
on a podcast, you you almost can't get distracted in a sense. You 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 have your earbuds in and you're listening. If you're on YouTube, you can get distracted. So the intention the attention is a lot less. Instagram, you're scrolling through. Email list building, I would say, is another great way to get attention, but then you could drive people over to a podcast that you just did, just like I do on my Friday email recap, right? I let people know there's three new podcast episodes. Here's the topics. Go pick one that best fits you. We posted it on the blog too. So a podcast is a great way to get intimate, all right? And you can connect with the people. They start to know, like, and trust you. They they, you can't hide it. You know, you, you have to be you. And if I was to give any advice on a podcast is just be you don't be perfect. Uh, you know, say the words that you normally say, if you were hanging out with your buddy or with, you know, a group of people that, uh, you know, that you were, uh, you know, having a chat with, like, don't hold back just because the mic is on. And I think that's the hardest thing for a lot of people. And I have to say, even going back to when I started this, I might've been a little bit stiffer, but not as much because in my head, I'm like, if no one listens, no one listens. You know, I'm just going to kind of do my thing. Uh, I've also followed Pat Flynn for you know many years, and that's really what he's done. And I've kind of watched what he's done, and it's worked pretty well. And it also was kind of, I would say, kind of like a sigh of relief when I didn't have to be perfect. I didn't have to know everything. I could just be, in a sense, someone that's learning and documenting the story. All right? So, podcast. You can definitely do a podcast. I'll probably have someone on that could help us with podcasting as far as maybe even get Pat on and we can talk uh, about podcasting, especially for people that have a brand and they want to get the word out and they want to be able to connect and maybe just some, some thoughts as far as if you could even create one. Now I'm not saying do all of these, do not do all of these. You need to pick one or two. I would say definitely pick the blog, but you know, as a home base, but you're going to want to pick another one um, to be able to kind of reach out and start building that influence in other other channels. All right. So here's your three step action plan. And I apologize if you hear some mowing going on, but as I'm recording here, it sounds like uh, someone is mowing next door. So I apologize for that. But again, this is real, and I'm not going to stop because I have someone mowing, and I'm pretty sure you're still going to hear me pretty well because my mic's pretty good at canceling that stuff out. But anyway, step one. Choose a platform to focus on. Where is your market right now? All right. Where is your market right now? That's where I would focus. I would also take in consideration what could you do the easiest for you or someone in your brand? Would it be YouTube? Would it be Instagram? Uh, would it be a podcast? Right? Would it be Pinterest? Like whatever one it is, pick that one to start with and really focus on that. Step number two, search how to on YouTube for keywords to focus on. Now, whether you use YouTube or not, it's a great tool in a sense to figure out what people are searching for, all right? So that's step number two. Step number three, be consistent and create a schedule. So whether that's once a week or twice a week, be consistent. And the way that you can do this is break it down and chunk it down, like I always say. Take an hour Figure out what are the topics that your market is paying attention to that they need more information on that they're searching for. That's like one hour, one day. The next day would be figuring out the keywords that you're going to focus on, all right? So just really figuring out like, okay, I found out the how-tos, but let's find the top videos and let's kind of see what they've been focusing on and see if I can model that, all right? So choose a platform to focus on, search 
how to's on YouTube. So this way here, you can get good keywords, even search for it on uh, Google and you'll get some uh, autofill there where it'll actually fill in the blanks. And then, like I said, step number three is be consistent and create a schedule. And again, that next, that next day, that next hour might be, all right, I'm going to map these out. I'm going to create bullet points for each of these pieces of content, video, uh, podcast, uh, maybe it's going to be Instagram posts that you're going to map out, whatever it is, just figure that out, be consistent and create that schedule. So this way here, you can just kind of show up and do the task. All right. Now, little tip here, create the blog. I would say you definitely probably want to do that part, create the blog to be the ultimate resource. All right. Cause whatever other platform that you choose, the ultimate resource will be on the blog. You want to keep compiling all of that information on the blog. Number one, just by accident, you'll probably start to get traffic because now you're posting regularly on a blog. Um, and even if it's somewhat okay with the SEO, the search engine optimization, that's where you'll start to get some organic traffic. Our blog and the new brand, just by doing that, not even planning out like keyword strategies and all that stuff, we just posted there regularly for over a year now, just, just over a year. And we're getting between 30 to 50,000 unique visitors a month. And we had a couple of months that were over 80,000. All right. So it works, but you have to be consistent. You got to show up and you got to do the work. All right. This is the long game. Like I've said before, plant seeds now so you can reap the benefits later. You can kind of eat that eat that fruit or, you know, you can eat the vegetables later that you've planted today, right? We have to plant now, we have to water it, we have to nurture it, we have to weed it, uh, you know, and kind of refine things and then let it grow. And then we'll get that effect, that overall effect, that flywheel effect in a sense where everything starts to feed each other. And then we can always add another platform. We don't have to just settle on the one, uh, you know, we can go to YouTube first, and start getting some traction there, and then we can add another one, as long as it's not going to take away, right? But I would say blog, home base, pick a channel, let's say it's YouTube, right? Consistently post on YouTube, and then you want to take that content and then post it on your blog as well, and then I would be building that email list right alongside this. So those would be three components that I would have in place in any new brand, okay? If we're starting a new brand from scratch, that's what we're doing. Home base, YouTube, email list done, or it might be blog podcast email list, or it might be blog Facebook email list, right? Whatever it is, that's what we're going to be doing because when we're creating this content, we can be talking about our email list. We can be saying, Hey, if you want to go grab, you know, the XYZ guide, go to XYZ.com guide, and then you'll get it. And that's your lead magnet. Or maybe you're going to run a contest that will be building the email list. You share that contest on Facebook you're going to drive people over to the email list, right? So that's what we're talking about. Blog, a channel that's going to get attention. YouTube would be one that I would focus on in this case, and then email list building, all right? So show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 521. Again, show notes, transcripts, all that stuff can be found there. Again, my home base, right? And, uh, and then you'll get all of that stuff. And just remember this, guys, you don't need to do everything all at once. Go back, listen to this again, pick out the things that you could do right now or really map out the strategy and the plan and then execute it. And then also commit to it, like commit to it. 
Like me, I'm committing to six to eight episodes for this little pilot series, right? So go ahead and commit to it like I am. And then come back, look at the results, see if it's where you want it to be, see if it had some good things that happened along the way, things that you might want to tweak for the next six episodes or the six pieces of content, and then go from there. But the one thing that I know, and you know as well, is you got to get started, right? You have to get started. So go through this, even if you have to go through this episode one more time, make notes, figure out where you are going to start to build your audience and your raving fan base. So this way here, when you're building this this brand, it's going to be so much easier moving forward and you're building an asset for your business. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.